ghosts. 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 What's your Wi-Fi password? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up? Hey. How you doing? Is it really hot there today? It is really hot. I don't know how hot, but I walked from my apartment to the car, which is not even like a parking lot. (laughs) I was sweating before I even got in the car. It's gross. It's kind of warm here, too. I think I have like, oh, it only says it's 80, but I have like all the windows open, fans going, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Yeah, it's summer. It's them. When's the dog days of summer? That's August, right? Yeah, I think so. We're it's only 93 yet. here today. Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's not that <laughs> hot. I guess you guys had like a upper 90s recently, huh? Yeah. It's gross. That's too much, though. I don't like mm, it. That's I'm too ready much. For, like 60s, 50s, mm-hmm. around that temperate, area. Temperate weather. Um, yeah. You know one way that you can beat the heat, Leslie? Hmm. Not go outside. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was doing one of my segues. Are you segueing <laughs> to National Ice Cream Day? Is the day? Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, do you have a favorite flavor of ice cream? Like, if you go, so, like, you know, people go to the beach a lot and they're like ice cream, and you always get the same, or like you'll like know that there's a standard flavor you like. No, I, I was trying to I think, think if so. you did, you? and so I was like, wait a minute, no, I don't think she does. <laughs> um. I quite like a mixture of mint chocolate chip or cookies and cream. Nice. Um, which doesn't happen. I guess you could just do like one of each. Um, and uh, Ben and Jerry's has like a mint chocolate cookie, I think. Ooh. Yeah, it's really, it's like Oreos in, are they minty Oreos? I don't know what it is, but it's like a, a wonderful mix of the two. I do quite like mm-hmm. those. I think cookies and cream probably wins out a little bit more than mint chocolate chip. Um and I quite like the fruity ones like a pineapple sherbet or a mango or mm-hmm. um if I go to gelateria I quite like coconut or pistachio wow I have a whole nice. bunch what a dork you got lots do you have any nope. ice cream now that you're going to eat um I have some in the freezer thankfully because I did not know this day was a thing mm-hmm. um I have some pistachio almond in the freezer so I'll probably eat some of that tonight ooh. That sounds good. Do you want me to tell you yeah. some like historical facts that are going to be ridiculous about Please ice do. cream? You know, they're going. I saw a, a name on here that you'll respond to, so I have to read it. Um, <laughs> so, thousands of years ago, people in the Persian Empire would put snow in a bowl, pour grape juice concentrate over it, and eat it as a treat. They did this when the weather was hot and used the snow saved in the cool, keeping underground chambers known as. Ooh, yuck, chal. I don't, I'm not really good with Persian, I'm sorry. Or taken from the snowfall that remained at the top of the mountain by the summer capital. But, like, how, 
was it still snow by the time you brought it down the mountain is my question <laughs> how um, did it last that long i know like come on like really just underground you got how cold is underground you got snow still that's pretty impressive it is believed that ice cream was first introduced in the united states by quaker colonists who brought their ice cream recipes with them their ice cream was sold at shops in new york and other cities during the colonial area Ben Franklin, George Washington. Exactly. See, exactly. I know you have a thing for Ben Franklin. Uh, (laughs) You don't actually. You should correct that there was just no like the like physically that is that that might confuse everyone. He comes up a lot. Well, but but just just just. I got stuck. Just that when we're like first starting getting to know each other, playing a game of apples apples, and like Ben Franklin won when you had to choose. Like Ben Franklin was like how to get you to pick a person or something. Yeah, because whatever like whatever the thing on the card is was the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, and so I was like, and then it just was really funny. So now it's what like six, seven years. I think it's probably seven years later, and I'm still like Leslie likes Ben Franklin. I don't (laughs) get it. It was so stupid, Um, but I just kind of stick on things. Uh, So he he and George Washington and Thomas Jefferson enjoyed ice cream. Uh, In 1813, First Lady Dolly Madison served ice cream at the inaugural ball. Um, Anyone cool? Let's see. In 1843, Philadelphia Nancy Johnson received the first U.S. patent for a small-scale hand-cranked ice cream freezer. That's pretty cool. And in 1920, Harry Burt puts the first ice cream trucks on the streets. Which still are kind of creepy when you hear the music. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like trying to lure in the children. Um, yeah. So that is National Ice Cream Day. I may or may not be having ice cream with fruit or a root beer float later today. And also Both good week. options. I actually ate a popsicle right before we started. <laughs> mm, nice. I will eat ice cream multiple times a day. Um, did you have a sugar baker moment for this episode? I did. I got a free ticket from Alamo for my birthday that hey. I had to use up in a month. Yeah. And so that expires on Tuesday. All right. So I went this weekend yesterday mm-hmm. and I watched Sorry to Bother Wait. You and also what? You went yesterday? Was I supposed to go yeah. see it yesterday? Oh my gosh. Okay. Sorry. For some reason I thought you went today. <laughs> I lost a day. I'm pol- I apologize. Listeners, continue. Um, <laughs> and then I had a gift card from Kristen and Adam for Alamo for my birthday, so I got to have popcorn and soda for oh, free. Oh, what? It's it a, a good, good present for you. I should have sent you an Alamo gift card. I didn't consider that. That's that smart. That's a fun present. That's yeah, all you're getting from now good. on, just Alamo gift cards. That's fine. I'll use them all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a good time. Oh, and you liked it? I did. I don't want to say, say anything about it. Yeah. Because like you can't you can't say anything without it being spoilers. The only thing I will say is that I enjoyed it. Okay. And, and you would recommend it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was also what my friend Tucker I was talking to on the phone last night said that he he lives in like a tiny, tiny town in South Carolina and I was and he said he's he was like, Yeah, go watch it. I was like, Wait, how did you and he's like, I'm how not did ag- you see it? Well he's like, Look, it's not gonna come here. I'm not against like pirated stuff if i'm not gonna have another chance to see it because i was like how did you i had to wait because it was actually um lakeith uh stanfield who's the uh you know main dude in the movie he was doing this cool thing last week where i don't know if i told you or not but it was only me it was like early release places and i'm in los angeles some it's one of the places they sometimes are release things you know and it was at arc lights uh, which there are not that many of them here. There actually is one relatively close to me that I can go to. 
but uh, he went to one, the Arclight, I think, in Hollywood and bought like 25 tickets and hid them <laughs> for people to like find. Oh, wow. And it was also to the 10 o'clock showing. I think it was Friday at 10 o'clock. And I was so tempted. And then he said he may do it on Saturday, too. And I was like, do it on Saturday. But he didn't post about it. So Aww. womp womp. Um, there's a chance I may go see it as well <laughs> today. We'll see what happens. I've been very like manic and all over the place this afternoon because I was on call last night. So it's like even if I have um no pages, I'm still like weird the next day. As a rule, yeah, it's still yeah, it's still working overnight. <laughs> still weird. Yes, yeah, like 15 hours, like you can't do. So so yeah, that that's I'm I'm loving that you have Alamo there and that you're able to utilize all their resources and enjoy good movies and stuff and yeah yep it's very cool yeah how about you did you have a sugar breaker moment um mine's kind of ongoing that my old roommate has since moved out of this apartment and my new roommate has and we've been kind of making it much more cozy uh, nice. so much so that, and, and also my supervisor is moving in phases. Like she's moving to Virginia at the end of August, but her, and she just got married. Her husband moved out of his apartment, um, uh, what at the end of last month. And so when he was moving, like he gave me like furniture that they weren't going to be able to fit in her place. Um, uh, that since they're going to be there together for two months and then at the end of well no it's funny she's is like in phases like her husband was moving out of his place and then she's moving out of her place at the end of this month and then she's moving to Virginia at the end of next <laughs> month so she's like giving me things as um as she you know comes across them it's like oh I don't have room for this and whatever and um including like house plants but one of which is this actually really comfortable love seat so part of my sugar baker moment, uh, even today, was to sit and read a book about Bridget of Kildare on the love seat in my living room. Just nice. enjoy like Chillin'. the view and the fan. I had some iced coffee and like it was nice. I haven't had, I mean, so not really since I lived with you, have I had a, a living room that I could just chill in. Except for in my last place, my roommate worked only on Saturdays. So sometimes, and I never knew like what time he would get home. Uh, so sometimes I would go out and like sit on the couch. Or he, sometimes he was actually out of town and I would I would take over the living room. But it didn't feel like my living room. Like this time it's like, like I own the love seat I'm sitting on, you know, and stuff. And it's like mm-hmm. a lot nicer. So there we go. Yay. And I'm excited that Netflix put Jurassic Park. I just need to buy it. Why am I so ridiculous? But they put Netflix, but put Jurassic Park back on just in time for my summer ritual of root beer float and watching Jurassic Park. Yes. Um, so that is a sugar baker moment that will be continuous through the rest of the summer. <laughs> Everyone nice. should enjoy it. I also recommend people who do like Jurassic, Jurassic Park. I do recommend watching the third one as well. I know people didn't like the second and people don't, I don't know how people feel about the new ones. Meh. I don't know. I'm not really. Like, I think if you're a diehard fan, you love them. But the third one is the second of the ones that I do like. So I recommend those. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would you like for me to, to talk about this week's episode? 
Yeah, what did we watch this week? So the funny thing is that it had two titles, both on IMDb and on the actual DVD that we own. People ask all the time, how do you watch these? We buy the DVDs. Um, It's called Papa Was a Rolling Stone. But then when I went to TV Guide to get my usual synopsis, it said birthday presents and other strangers. (laughs) That's weird. Those are very different titles. Very different. I don't know. Both right. accurate. I that's what I was about to say too. They're both but accurate, but very different. So funny. Um, at first, oh, so it's season five, five, episode two, which first aired September twenty fourth, nineteen ninety, and the TV Guide synopsis says Charlene aims to make Anthony's thirtieth birthday a memorable one by hiring a private detective to find his long lost father, and Henry slash Charles is played by. <laughs> Sorry, I just. <laughs> thought of diane saying charles <laughs> oh <laughs> we've been yes. watching a lot of blackish for anyone who like enjoys that show and i love uh charlie and diane's just annoyance of each other um henry so good i love it the girl <laughs> girl twin <laughs> the girl twin the girl twins would live with you um henry slash charles is played by bill cobbs and everyone else is normal including we've got our bernice being nuts Yay. in this episode. It's yeah. always a good episode when Anthony oh and Exactly. They're, and they're both in the credits here. So I'm like, yes, it's going to be a good one. I actually really love Charlene in this episode, too. She's like very yep. perfect Charlene in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happened in this episode? So we start at Sugar Bakers, as per usual. Mm-hmm. Um, and Charlene is about to send off a catalog order, which is something that happened before the internet. Or before <laughs> oh everyone had the internet. Oh, man. When I was younger, and I remember that, like, I would do, I would look through catalogs for, like, my Christmas presents. Yeah. Oh, and I love, like, the too. wireless one and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, it kind of brought me back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, me too. And Charlene asks Suzanne if she wants anything before she sends the orders off, mm-hmm. or order off, and Suzanne says, no, the, f- like, the funnest part of shopping is the sales and everyone, like, groveling at your feet and telling you how beautiful you are and just basically sucking up to you. Oh, God. And season. Julia comes over and throwing shade. I could she not believe. I had believe. no idea. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. They, I had no idea they were so solicitous down at the Kmart. I mean, she looks so proud of herself when she says that. So much said. shade. She's like, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. And then they're talking about the plans for Anthony's birthday party. He is turning 30. That is absolute madness. Which is. Yeah, all those those older shows where people who were at least ten years older, <laughs> but were also, playing. but no, but here's the weird thing is how uh, is like on the show Friends they actually were that age, but they look oh really yeah 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 the Friends were actually the ages that their their characters were supposed to be I think for the most part I believe that maybe Lisa uh, Kudrow was a bit older, but but like a year or two like everyone was a, the age that they're supposed to be but if you watch those I would not episodes, know that. You're like, so I kind of would like to see how old Anthony was like at this time. He was probably in his 30s, right? Let's see. Meshach. Who is buried here, by the way. Like, I almost morbidly want to do a little, I want to do a little trek to see his grave for the sake of the show, but that's also creepy, so I don't know. Calculator. Maybe if you come visit, we'll go do it. Number lock, 1990 (laughs) minus 1947. He would have been 43. Oh, my. He was born two years before my dad. Everybody. He's a 43-year-old <laughs> just trying to act like he turned 30. 
<laughs> no wonder we're like, what? Okay, that makes a lot more sense. And so Anthony is turning 30. Mm-hmm. Meshach would be 43. Ridiculous. Um, apparently, Bernice is providing some interesting entertainment mm-hmm. for the party. No Buckle one knows up. what it is, but yeah. that is what she has said yeah. she's going to do. That's her contribution. She won't tell them what kind it is, nope. but something extra special. Yep. And then she comes in. And she asks if she received, at Sugar Bakers, a call from Morley Safer. Yeah. And Julia's like, why no, Bernice, uh, you didn't. I did not know you knew Morley Safer. And she's like, oh, I don't. I just think he's real hot number. So I wrote him a letter at 60 Minutes and told him so. Kind of being so strange in this episode. She's, her hormones are on fire this episode. Yeah. Um, and then she starts talking about how she was on her way to buy Anthony a birthday present today. She wanted to check in with the girls to make sure that they don't all buy him the same thing. Which, in what universe would Bernice ever buy <laughs> anything remotely similar to anything any of those it's ladies would buy It's very classic for Bernice to, like, double check, though. Thinking, like, everyone yes. might have the same idea. <laughs> the same crazy idea. I love her. And Julia's like, oh, you know, we were under the impression that you were going to do, like, a special sort of entertainment for the party. Uh-huh. And Bernice is like, really? Oh, okay, I'll take your word for it. Oh, no. Boy, I'm glad that's settled. Now See? I have time to peruse that big construction site around the corner. The new foreman is built like a brick outhouse. I, Not a brick house. A brick outhouse. outhouse. <laughs> what does that even mean? Gross. Oh, no. Um, and so Bernice heads out, and Mary Jo's like, you know... Bernice has always had that arterial flow problem above the neck. But doesn't it seem lately like she's going through some kind of hormonal surge? It's like all the blood is in her crotch. That's why she acts like she's all crazy. Yeah, yeah that and doesn't Charlene's go to her like, brain. <laughs> what do you mean? And Suzanne's like, not only is she nuts, but she's horny. I, I'm surprised they could I mean, say that on television. It's true. Yeah. And Charlene points out that just because she's older doesn't mean she does not have normal needs. Mm-hmm. Liz Taylor is almost Bernice's age, and I read somewhere that she rallied from her deathbed just to be with that young construction worker she met. <laughs> it's so funny. I guess they're so trying. Funny. Maybe they're trying to capitalize on the horny Golden Girls ladies or something like that. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah they've been doing it forever, and we're in season five. Let's go ahead and have a horny old lady ourselves. Ridiculous, right? Yeah. And Julia says she doesn't want to hear any more about Bernice's hormones, no. but she did bring up an important point about Anthony's birthday present. Like, they all need to go shopping. She wants to know if tomorrow's still cool. Mary Jo cannot go tomorrow because she has to go to the father-son banquet at Quint School because, yet again, for the third year in a row, Ted is missing it. Quantum Leap, get your shit together. He is making Quantum Leap. That's why he's not there. He's, that's why he's not here. <laughs> he can't be bothered with the father-son banquet. Yeah. Um, and she's like, no, it's fine. It's not like I stand out. Like, half the fathers there are just divorced mothers. Like, we tr- we try. We stand around and talk about sports and, like, punch each other in the no. arm. But the kids know. The pantyhose usually tip them off. Oh, my God. She's too ridiculous. So funny. And then Anthony, the man of the hour, comes Anthony! in. And they're talking. They're still talking about, huh? 43. I can't 43. And they're still talking about the father-son banquet, and Mary Jo's like, oh, you know, look, Anthony was raised by women, and he turned out great. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And Charlene's like, I don't know. Do you ever feel like you got, like, short change? And Anthony's like, my grandmother did a pretty good job. You know, dad was, like, long gone before I was born. The only thing I know about him is his name, Charles Clarence Monroe. Perfect. And he talks about how sometimes he thinks he's over it, but he sees, like, a random dude and thinks that, you know, maybe that's my dad. Yeah. 
Yeah, and after all these years, he'd give anything to know what the guy looks like. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I got a furniture delivery. I got to drop off this VCR at the repair shop again. Mm-hmm. He keeps dropping hints that he needs a new VCR. Yeah, I- Come on, guys. First birthday. <laughs> yeah. And after he leaves, Charlene points out that he's been through a lot. And, like, you know, he could have turned out to be a serial killer or something. But instead, sure. he's just a really sweet person. Yeah. And Suzanne's like, big whoop. So he doesn't have a father. I don't have a Louis Vuitton or a big screen TV. Believe. You don't see me mowing down She's people like, in the convenience store. I'm a platter of grapes. <laughs> like, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, Suzanne. Idiot. Yeah. And Julia says, well, the real tragedy, apart from Suzanne's last remark, is that Anthony would have made any father so very proud. Aww. And she's like, you know, we got to get him something extra special for his birthday. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo's like, too bad we can't get him a father. And then Charlene has this yep. great idea yep. about hiring a private detective to find his father. Mm-hmm. And she tells this story about how she had this friend, Maureen, who hired one to find her birth mother. And then she ended up going out to Washington and her mom was running a trout farm. <laughs> And she's like, it was great. She got to meet her. She told her to pick out any fish she wanted. We should give that to Anthony. And Suzanne says, trout? trout? Oh, my God. Ridiculous. <laughs> she's like, no, his father. Yeah. And uh, Suzanne's like, no, like, we should not. Why Why should we not do this? Because That's people get meddling. crazy when it comes to families. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, take Consuela. Her family came over here and spent the entire time throwing meat cleavers at each other. He yeah. wants a VCR. He's been hitting that at all week. Let's just get him a VCR. Yeah. Get him what he wants. And yeah. And Julia is trying to explain to Charlene, like, you know, I know how much your family means to you, but like we shouldn't overstep our bounds mm-hmm. because that means something different to everybody. Yeah. Um, And Charlene's like, well, you know, we can just like get the person to get like his address or phone number or whatever. We'll give it to Anthony and then he can decide what he does with that information. Right. And then I assume it's the next day. It's sometime later. People have changed outfits. Um, <laughs> so it's not the same day. Yeah. Um, and Mary Jo is like, well, you know, what if we found out, like, we found this guy and he's like a big shot politician or a televangelist or something. He might not be too keen on being introduced to his grown illegitimate son. Mm-hmm. And Charlene, in true Charlene form. It's like, what if he also had a daughter and she moved to Atlanta and then she met Anthony and then they started dating and then they fell in love? Oh, my God. What if Vanessa's Anthony's (laughs) sister? That was my favorite. The way she like I knew she was going to say it as soon as she started. (laughs) So great. And Suzanne comes in and they're like, where have you been? She's like, well, you were all, all you were sitting around waiting on Sherlock Holmes to call. I decided to do something productive. She got her hair done, and then she went to the skin boutique and had her pores tightened, <laughs> and then she had her gun monogrammed. See, and right. then points and the points gun at, at everyone. Them. Terrifying. She has shot people on this show. She has recently. shot people. Speaking of, <sighs> Anthony comes out and screams, "Don't shoot!" <laughs> yeah. And she's like, "Why are you being so dramatic?" And he's like, "Well, excuse me, Hello. Suzanne, but once one has been painfully shot in the leg by that very gun, mm-hmm. one becomes a little gun shy." Monogrammed. Why do you need to do that? And she's like, man, talk about holding a grudge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Anthony's like, well, you know, I usually get a little jumpy around my birthday anyway, because I always end up getting a nasty surprise. Oh, like shit. something you never would happen in a million years. And mm-hmm. so you can see them like starting to panic a little bit. Oh, no. Yeah. And he's like, one year, my Monster Coffee blew up in my face and I went blind for a few days. I love how and it's actually a- Mr. Coffee, but they probably it couldn't get the yeah. right <laughs> to do <laughs> that. Be, yeah. It's so funny. That's funny. And he says, another time I got stuck in an elevator for six hours with a particularly vicious girlfriend I had just broken up with. Oh, no. 
And he said, last year during my party, uh, Tyrone sticks up the convenience store and Julia gets arrested for driving the getaway car. You remember that, Julia? She's like, yes. Yes, Anthony, I do remember that. (laughs) (laughs) And so he says, this year I'm just looking forward to a nice, uneventful birthday. I'm just going to eat some ice cream, National Ice Cream Day, and cake, and perhaps we could rent a video. Oops, Oops. just kidding. I forgot. (laughs) My machine is broken. Promise me no surprises, okay? Yeah, so subtle. Get the man a VCR. That's that's what he wants. Yeah. And uh, so then he has to go get a prescription for Vanessa, and she has the flu and probably will not make it to the party. And then Bernice comes in and asks what's wrong with everyone. And she's like, "He's Anthony said he'd be back tomorrow. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Mm-hmm. And they tell her what he said about not liking surprises. And Mary Jo says, you know, finding one's long lost father probably qualifies as a surprise. Probably. And Bernice is like, well, just tell him that you told him about it last week and he just forgot. People are always trying to pull that on me. Um, and then a distinguished older gentleman comes in and asks if it, this is Studebaker's. Um, and they're like, no. Studebaker's. Yeah. But he, he knows where it is. Yeah. He doesn't know what it's called. But yeah. like everyone, everyone in knows the Atlanta. entire South. Yeah. He knows. He's yeah. come from New Orleans, but he knows where Sugarbakers is. Yep. He says his name is Henry Wilson and he just got in from New Orleans and Bernice, and he, he's talking about, like, you know, his back's kind of hurting because he's been on train or whatever. And Bernice is like, oh, I've been to Japan. I can walk on your back. That's She is full of it yep. right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he says that, you know, there was some detective who called, said that these ladies were looking for Charlie Monroe. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, he was my best friend. Mm-hmm. Like, was. He starts talking about him. And Mary Jo's like, what do you mean he was your best friend? Yeah. And Henry says that Charlie died about five years ago. And Julia's like, oh, are you certain he's deceased? And he's like, I'd like to think so. They buried him. Yeah. So. <laughs> but he did bring along some, like, personal effects for Anthony. Mm-hmm. And he, he tells them, you know, I gotta I gotta go. My train leaves at 7. And Charlene's like, no, no, no. You came all this way. Like, you really need to meet Anthony. He'll be back. Um, You know, his, his birthday is tomorrow. And it's his 30th. We're trying to find his father as his present. And Bernice is like, well, now that we know each other, I can just walk on your back. But calm down. Calm down. She can't. She can't. That's the thing. That's the problem. She can't. (laughs) And so we cut to the party, and there is this very muscly young man. The creepiest thing is he looks so... I mean, the age isn't right, but he looks a lot, like, apart from the muscles. He looks facially and hair uh, if his hair is shorter, like a unit director on one of my units at the hospital. <laughs> like I was staring at his face like, wait a minute. Like That's for a funny. while. I'm going to have to ask him, were you ever a bodybuilder in the 90s? Yeah. <laughs> it freaked me out. But he's, oh, yeah, he's no. just wearing a tiny. Just tiny underwear. underwear. Flexing <laughs> flexing. That's all he's doing. That's his job. That's it. And Susanna's like, Bernice, I cannot believe you hired this Arnold Schwarzenegger person at a man's birthday party. If people find out, they're going to think Anthony's a homosexual or steroid homosexual person. Or steroid person. Homosexual. <sighs> Besides, what kind of man a man calls himself Beefma? Beefma? Beefma. Something like that. Yeah, I, di- I didn't know. 
what that was supposed to be. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I was like, beef muffin? What are they talking about? Like, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And Charlene's like, no, you know, he's he's trying to put himself through college as a music major, major and she knows his real name, and of course she's learned everything about him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mary Jo's like, yeah, you know, his rendition of Moon River wasn't half bad, right, Bernice? And she says, I wouldn't know. I'm only interested in him as a sex object. Oh, my God. Don't say He's right there. He's right in front <laughs> of you because that. she's two inches away from him. Oh no! Um, and then they they're all excited because they're like, "Look at Anthony! What a great time he's having! Like learning all about his dad." Mm-hmm. Um, and Mary Jo's like, "Yeah, you know, it's kind of sad. Like it never occurred to us that maybe his father had bought the farm." And Bernice is like, "He bought a farm? I thought you said he was dead." <laughs> I never heard that uh, <laughs> phrase either. Oh really? Yeah, he I've bought the farm. I think I've heard something I don't similar. Know, like why? That yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Anthony is excited, and he's like, "You know, Henry's a gold mine. Like my dad loved Ella Fitzgerald and ice hockey and Rotel pickle relish." Mm-hmm. And um, they're like, "Yeah, just like you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Henry's like, "This is one of the most unusual parties I've ever been to." Yes. And um, the guy packs up, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, my time is up." gotta go and bernice is like no i'm sure all the girls would be like good to chip in for another hour like my budget's busted but girls like pony up oh and my God. they're like no, no. i'm, like, I'm sure he has to go him. study i love i really do love it's like to get through grad school it's so cute yeah <laughs> oh man and he's like well if you ever need me again i left some cards on your desk and uh he goes out and julia's like happy pumping <laughs> Mm-hmm. And Anthony's like, you know, beef mud did add a certain je ne sais quoi to the festivities. <laughs> and then he thanks them for a memorable, memorable birthday. And he's like, you know, I used to daydream about my dad. Um, and there, I had this one about playing baseball where he had bought me a Louisville slugger and he mm-hmm. pitched to me. And he'd say, Anthony, you know, hit one over the wall for me, son. And then he Aww. would hit it out of the park. And then his dad would pick him up and swing him around and say, I love you, Anthony. You're the best son I could ever have. Um, and then he's like, then the, our limo driver would drive us back to our mansion and have spaghettios <laughs> and ice cream and listen to Harry Belafonte. <sighs> and, um, you know, he's just so excited. And he's like, I can't believe that y'all went through all this trouble. And then Henry went through all this trouble to come all the way up here to bring me these mementos. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'd give anything in the world if he were here right now and I could just give him a hug and say, Daddy, I know you had a hard life and made some mistakes, but I love you and I forgive you. And Henry's like, This was building up too much. I knew since Henry walked in, I knew what the hell was going to happen. Right. Like, come on. And Anthony's like, I sure would. And he's like, well, I got great news for you, son. I'm here. And then Anthony's like, get the hell out of my sight. <laughs> it was so I liked quick. you a whole lot better when you were dead. And he's just like yelling at him. <laughs> and they're arguing. He's like, you're a sick man. And a little bit. Like, like, why did he say he was dead from the beginning? That was kind of creepy. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Like, why? That's a little messed up. Yeah. Um, And then Henry's like, you know, not going to leave. And he's like, or Charles. Um, And then he's like, well, if you won't leave, then I'm going to leave. Why couldn't y'all just buy me a new VCR? I've been hitting at it all week. Are you people deaf? Not even hinting, just saying. <laughs> Not even hinting, just saying it. Just give me. Um, and then later, we are back at Sugar Bakers, and Suzanne's like, look, I haven't said I told you so, and I'm not going to say I told you so. I could say I told you so, but I'm not going to because I told you so. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Charlene, of course, blames herself. 
And yeah. Julia's like, yeah, you know, but like, no matter how much he talks about finding his father, if he'd have been emotionally ready to handle it, he'd have done it himself. Yeah. And then That's Anthony comes in and starts apologizing to them for flying off the handle yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, he really appreciated what they tried to do and he doesn't know what hit him. Like when he realized this man is the one who ran out on him, he felt like he'd been shot out of a cannon. And he says, all this time I've been wanting him, and now that he's here, all I can think about is hurting him the way that he hurt me. Wow. And Charlene is, like, getting real deep. And (laughs) she's like, you know, the bigger the mistake he made, the bigger your heart's got to be. Like, you've got to find a way to forgive him. You know, he's leaving, and you might not see him again. Mm -hmm. And he's like, He's old. (laughs) He's old. He may actually die. Yeah, and Charlene's like, because he's your daddy, and he's like, no, you don't, like, Charlene, you don't get it, like, I know that means something to you, but that doesn't mean anything to me. I wasn't raised like Beaver, Cleaver, and Opie. By the way, Opie and Beaver, where do you white people get these names for your kids anyway? <laughs> I love that, <laughs> like, little aside. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he's like, you know, he didn't take me fishing, he didn't help me with my homework, he didn't even slow down on his way out of town when I was born. That's not, like, a father, that's a sperm donor. Um, and if that doesn't fit into the way that you think, I'm sorry, that's the way it is. Like, he left a, a giant hole in me. And Charlene says, well, maybe there's a hole in him, too. And he's like, you know, what What am I supposed to do? Drive down the train station and stop him, like, in some kind of yep. movie? Yeah. And he's like, yes! I and knew that was going like, to happen. Okay, then let's go. <laughs> and they, they head down, he and Charlene, to the train station. But the train has already left. And he's bummed and Charlene's really sorry. And he's like, you know, I'm not feeling real proud of myself right now. After 30 years, he gets the courage to admit he's my father. And I go bananas and run out on him the same way he did to me. I'm just as big a coward as he was. And, you know, if I could see him and talk to him again, I'd do it differently. And Charlie comes out of the bathroom and he's like, hey, I'm not going to fall for that twice. <laughs> uh, it turns out he missed his train. He yeah, had some he was shopping, shopping to do, yeah, and lost track of time. Because he's came. like, after all, I mean, I gave you my watch, yeah. So. And um, he he wants to get something straight. Like you said that I never came to see you. He's like, I did. I saw you in the hospital when you were born. I came every day for a week, mm. but I was scared of your grandma. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he asks, "Were you wearing a brown hat?" And he was like, yeah, come on. Uh, and he had to like hide every time his grandma came around. Yeah. And um, so let's see. Sorry. He said, but yeah, I just kept thinking like if I like if my father left me and then showed up 30 years later, I'd want to kick him in the hind parts over the nearest fence. And Anthony's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, that was my first impulse. <laughs> and Charlie asks him, what are you doing here? And he's like, well, you know, I changed my mind. And Charlie's like, oh, so you decided that this old fool, to treat this old fool better than he deserved. He's like, you know, I don't have any other children, Anthony. Like, you're it. And then he's like, I got you something for your birthday. And it's a Louisville slugger. And Anthony um, unwraps it. And he's like, yeah, better late than never. Charlene's crying in the background. Yeah. And Anthony says, you must have been pretty sure I was going to forgive you to give me this. Hit him. (laughs) (laughs) And Charlene's like, good grief, aren't you two going to hug or something? Yeah. And he's like, uh-uh, ain't going to be no hugging. As a matter of fact, you're going to be sleeping on the floor because I'm not giving up my bed to you. Wow. And Charlie's like, you going to make an old man sleep on the floor? You're a sorry excuse for a son. 
And Anthony's like, well, that may be, but that's where you're sleeping. <laughs> and Charlie's like, okay. And they're like kind of laughing and joking with each other as they go out. <laughs> so cheesy. I love so it. So cheesy. And then the it. credits roll. Yeah. I love Charlene is just like the little guardian angel in this whole episode as as usual. And I think it's just so yes. cute. She just it she loves a happy cute. damn ending. Also, I she forgot does. to say everyone's hair. Well, okay. All the women's <laughs> hair. The men were fine. And Bernice is actually fine. All the sugar baker women's hair is absolutely bonkers. <laughs> Did you <laughs> notice that as well? Like, it, yeah. Like, what? Everyone had a perm that had gone, well, except for Kate Charlene didn't. Hers was just big. But Hers like, looked, yeah, it was, it was just big, big. And straight. But it was like everyone had a perm that they refused to moisturize. They were just like, <laughs> I'm going to tease this out. Did not care. It was so amazing. It I didn't know what to do. I forgot to say that in the first scene. I was like, hair. I don't know what hair. is going on in this. Yeah. That's all you got to say. Hair. hair. Oh, my gosh. Did you have a favorite outfit? I did. Um, my favorite outfit was Julia's party outfit. Ooh. It's like a... It's like a skirt suit, but it almost looks like a like a dude suit, mm-hmm. like modified for a lady. Mm-hmm. So it's gray. So she has this gray jacket with these white lapels that are big and like have a weird design to them because, you know, it's 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her undershirt is white and it has like these prominent buttons all the way down. Mm-hmm. And then she has on this big like red flower in the lapel. Mm-hmm. Of course, like her teased curly hair. Oh, my it's God. A good look. So big. I love it. So big. Did you have a favorite outfit? Um, mine <laughs> was Charlene's. I think it's her yeah, it's her first one where she is wearing mm-hmm. this just nuts uh shirt. It almost looks like it was yep. is a jacket, but it's not. Um she has just orange pants and the shirt is yellow, pink, orange, mm-hmm. and there's a stripe of it looks like purple. It has like a triangle on one side. It has kind of stripes on another. It has two just blocks of yellow. <laughs> it is very colorful. Amazing. <laughs> and then her hair looks kind of like what mine wants to look like sometimes, but I mm. calm it down. Um, actually, between I took a, a screenshot that's her and Julia, and my hair is in between the two of them as far as it wants to do what it wants to do on a regular basis. I was very mm-hmm. impressed with this outfit. Yes. I would not wear it, but it's hilarious. Well, maybe I'd wear it for like hilarious. a Halloween costume or something. Like so a good. like a nineties theme yeah. party. Yeah, I'm sure my mom had so many shirts like that. It was crazy. Oh, and definitely shoulder pads are in there too. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Can't forget the shoulder pads. Yeah. But Jean Smart is just like one of my favorite people, so she's still gorgeous. <laughs> she, yes. I'm she's still, amazing. Like, yes. Oh my gosh. I guess is that our episode? That's our episode. Yeah. Where can people find us? everywhere we are the girls who came to sugar bakers on itunes and our Podbean site we are sugar baker girls pretty much everywhere else including facebook twitter instagram tumblr youtube pinterest if you do enjoy listening to us please take a moment to rate and review on itunes um or wherever you get your podcasts it does help and thanks for listening thanks for listening everyone um we will talk to you next time talk to you next time bye Bye. oh that was so cute (laughs) we're like harmonized oh man it was cuties. And just need to roll friendship won't end. Like it was weird, like I thought Mad it was June. Four. <laughs>